In today's podcast, we're going to be talking about a situation where an individual has a main residence. They're looking at demolishing that main residence, constructing two townhouses, and then selling the townhouses. And the question is, is the sale of the asset CGT free? And unfortunately, there seems to be a misconception out there that that's the case. And got a little bit of bad news, but there's some planning opportunities that go with it. We won't be discussing the GST implications of that type of transaction, but you will need to also uh, factor in GST on that particular sale. So from a tax perspective, in order for the main residence exemption to apply, the property needs to be your main residence. Now, where you have demolished the property, you can actually no longer apply the main residence exemption because you don't have a main residence at that time. So if we're looking at a situation where we've demolished and built two townhouses and then sell them, that period of ownership where it was your main residence would effectively be ignored. And that could lead to a very nasty situation from a tax perspective where you purchased the property 30 years ago for a small amount The market value of the property is quite substantial. And so that ordinarily tax-free amount is now going to be taxed. So you say, well, is there anything that I can do? Because I want to realise the value of the investment and maximise the returns that I could possibly get. Now, fortunately, there are a few things that can be worth looking at prior to undertaking any activities. And something that's really important that I stress with all clients is whatever you do, don't demolish it prior to these transactions being undertaken. Because once it's demolished, then there's really not a lot that we can do. There is an opportunity that we'll talk about, but um, it prevents, I guess, some other strategy being adopted. So one of the strategies that is always considered is whether it's worth transferring the asset, which is usually held in individual names, across to another entity, and whether that be an entity such as a company or a trust. And that entity would undertake the development and sell the two completed townhouses. Now, in order to assess whether that's worth it, We do need to consider, however, that there will be stamp duty on that particular transfer. So determining what the stamp duty is, analysing the tax benefits that come from transferring the asset across, and provided the property hasn't been developed, the advantage is that you will be able to transfer it at its current market value. And as the property is your main residence at that time, then effectively you'll get what's called a cost base uplift and get the advantage of that tax-free gain that you won't if you demolish the property. The other strategy to consider is whether the sale of the assets, the two townhouses, is trading stock. Now, I've always said that a difficulty lies where there are merely two um, assets And so I frequently encourage clients to do a profitability analysis to determine the level of works that are going to be undertaken, the borrowings, etc., and to see whether we can argue that the asset is actually trading stock. 
I always encourage uh, clients to obtain a private binding ruling uh, before doing the demolition once again so that we confirm that it is trading stock if we are arguing that position. Now you might say, well, what's the advantage of doing that? Sounds like a little bit of a hassle. Well, the advantage of it is, is that the Tax Act says that where an asset moves from being a capital asset to trading stock, a capital gains tax event occurs. And so provided you are still living in the property and it was your main residence, then the market value substitution rule, again, will apply. The capital gains tax event will mean that you have market value at the time of the event. And because it is your main residence, we would apply the main residence exemption to that capital gains tax event. So again, we're achieving a similar result as to transferring to another entity, but we don't need to do the transfer. And so the big benefit of that is that there can be a significant stamp duty saving. The negative of the situation is that the ATO says that we don't believe that this is trading stock. And so therefore that capital gains tax event that would ordinarily occur hasn't occurred. And so that's why I encourage all clients to obtain a private binding ruling if we're going to be arguing that it's trading stock and trying to get that cost base uplift. So there's some strategies that are worth considering where you're undertaking this type of transaction. Uh, it's always worth modelling it out. It's worth doing a profitability analysis. And it's also worth considering the GST implications, which we'll talk about in another podcast. Hope you enjoyed.